Well, a good day to you and welcome. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. What are we talking about today? Well, that depends on you. It is our monthly unscripted program where you bring the topics and the discussion points to the program. So you're welcome to start dialing right now, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. I'm Jerry Usher with... Debbie, Debbie Giorgiani. Giorgiani. Oh, yeah. we still don't. We don't, you know, we've practiced that for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> Unscripted today on the last day of August. That means you bring the topics to the table. We can discuss almost uh, anything and everything, um, but we would like to talk about, uh, you know, your relationships, your spiritual life, uh, things that are going on in the parish life, the, your community, your church. Um, you don't have to be Catholic to call in if you're... Um, uh, another faith tradition, please call us. You're part of the Take Two family if you're listening to us right now. This is a live, safe platform for all of us to come together and share our lived experiences so we grow a little bit closer to God. So here is the number on this unscripted show of the last day of August. Here is the number. Start dialing right now, 833-288-3986. And Jerry, we get to bring topics to the table as well, right? Because sure. it's mm-hmm. open for all of us, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed on YouTube and Facebook, we're waving to everybody. You got your chats going. Hi, you guys. Jerry, you're wearing a very unique polo shirt today. So I'm hoping you'll explain to us uh, what's what's up with that. I sure will. Yeah. After when? a few, in a oh. few more minutes, yeah. <laughs> when will you? When will you tell us? <laughs> well, we just got to uh, encourage folks to be calling right now, and then maybe after the first break, uh, I can make that big announcement that you've been talking about, Debbie, and that Ace has been promoting on social media. So, mm-hmm. for those of you watching on Facebook or YouTube right now, it's probably a, a dead giveaway for you guys. So, mm-hmm. yes, very yeah. exciting. So we had to put on social media uh, that it's your big announcement because um, as we kind of shared this on. On Facebook. Um, Ace did such a fabulous job putting together a post and it went out and a lot of people started calling me personally, Jerry, and they said, okay, is it with you? Is it news with you? I said, well, it's news of, you know, it's Jerry's news, but it's really all of us. We get to share it together because we really do believe what we have shared for eight years on this show, folks, that we journey together as a take two family. We're together in this. I heard Johnette Williams talking about how we're the mystical body of Christ. It's so true. When one of us is hurting, we're all hurting. When one of us is rejoicing with fantastic news, we're all going to be rejoicing. And uh, Jerry, I've got. I've, after you share your news, I've got a lot of questions because I know the Take Two family mm-hmm. very well after eight and a half years, and uh, I know all the questions I'm going to ask you about the details of everything. So I'm super excited about this. But it is unscripted today, so that means you get to weigh in with any topic, pretty much any topic. Matt Kabinsky's waiting to answer your call. Jeff Burson's at social media, and of course, Ace McKay, uh, our producer, is monitoring everything. So here is the number eight three three. 
Well, you might be waiting uh, patiently, hopefully, wondering when the big announcement's going to come. It'll be after the first break. So that's when I'm going to do it, right after the first break. So you've got time right now to call in, get your uh, call screened by Matt Gabensky, and then you can listen live while you are on hold. But we really do need to hear from you today because it's your show every day. We always talk about that. This is, this is the place where you can come on the radio and share your story, talk about whatever issue you want to talk about. And boy, are there issues in the news and in our culture and society in the church maybe in your life Mm -hmm. so if there's anything you want to ask if there's something you want to tell us um, please feel free to uh, grab one of those open phone lines matt is screening already but still a couple of lines are open 833-288-3986 before every single show we ask uh, that we call them the Powerhouse Eight to be with us um, and really help guide the show and to, um, we ask for that heavenly support and assistance. And um, so many of you have asked, you know, who are the Powerhouse Eight? How come at the beginning of Take Two in uh, 2015, why was it only the Powerhouse Five? Well, if you if you kind of do the do the math there, every every year we add another saint um, or, or a holy woman or man of God to be part of the powerhouse team. And so uh, just so, because we get we get a lot of uh, comments, Jerry, I just wanted to share this on the unscripted. I waited till the end of the month to share this. We're getting a lot of messages coming in saying, can you post somewhere the powerhouse eight? Yes. And here it is. We'll just say it. And so write it down. St. Michael, the Archangel, St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Angelica, Our Lady of Fatima, St. Padre Pio, St. Joseph, Blessed, Carlo Acutis, John Paul II, that's the powerhouse eight for this year. We'll add another one next year. Mm. Um, so I wanted to share that, Jerry. So hopefully our listeners will write those wonderful names down uh, because they definitely are a powerhouse team. They certainly are. Um, you can call in 833-288-3986. You can email take2 at EWTN.com. And we get asked all the time, is that the number two? word spelled out. It works either way. Both uh, email addresses have been set up by the uh, the, ne- the network EWTN. Uh, you can also post on Facebook or YouTube. Hello to those of you watching there. And again, we will be, I'll be sharing some very big news, uh, if I can remember what it is, <laughs> <laughs> right after the upcoming very short break. But please do join us today. You drive the program, you guys. So let's get on board. Let's make it a great month-end unscripted show at 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. Okay, and uh, Matt Kabinsky, he is wonderful to talk to. Super friendly. You'll love it. It's a very welcoming platform. So please call in. You do, don't have to be Catholic to call in. It's unscripted. Okay, you bring the topics to the table. 833-288-3986. Please join us. It's a live call-in show. Okay, this isn't taped or anything like that. So we're live and we're receive. Oh wow! Look at all the calls. We're going to have a phone blitz today. <laughs> <laughs> we are. And you mentioned that we're live. We're not taped. Um, should let our listeners know we're actually pre-recording some amazing shows that are going to be airing on you know feast days and holy days and holidays when we are not live. So it is a really a, 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 a we want to give you original content when we when we have, when we have a taped show on the air. So we will be having some of those great guests and topics and conversations coming up in the next few months. But for right now, we have one line open. You want it? You can get on unscripted today at eight three three. 
888-288-3986. Take two with Jerry and Debbie, and we're going to get to you in a few minutes, and then I will just share a little piece of news with you when we come back. This is our unscripted show today. We do this once a month, uh, usually towards the end of the month, and this happens to fall on the very last day of August, so it's perfect. So kind of a catch-all of, of topics or when we want to revisit things or bring up things that you know we maybe missed for the month of August. This is the perfect time for unscripted. So we do have that one open phone line if you'd like it. If you feel that little tug in your nudge in your spirit, tug in your spirit, please call in. That We really do believe it's a holy spirit at 833-288-3986 is the number to call. Uh, Jerry, before we go to the phones and your special uh, big announcement that everybody's been waiting for for uh, a few weeks, and I can't, I'm so happy this day has arrived. Um, it, I want to just share with our listeners the Catholic News Agency and email. And, and folks, I just want you to know, I really rely on this um, as CNA. I personally do. I love uh, Catholic News Agency. It's, it, they cover the mission and activities of the Catholic Church, including social, political, moral, and cultural issues from a perspective of faith. For the latest Catholic news, visit catholicnewsagency.com. It's an online service from EWTN News, and you can get it a timely, you can get the timely news updates directly in your email inbox. Okay. So right uh, as it's happening, as it's just unfolding in real time, visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe. They do a fabulous job. And I think in the day and age that we live in, we really do need these resources from EWTN, like um, Catholic News Agency. Amen. Amen. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, So it's my turn still. So Jerry, uh, we've been waiting for, uh, well, I, I sh- knew about this news um, a little bit earlier, obviously, because we, we work together in ministry. But then um, as it was developing, you were sharing more and more of the details of it. And I know that you want to share this with our Take Two family because you feel so close to everyone and we feel close to you. And so this was the perfect platform. So those of you that are waiting on on the phones, please just wait a little bit longer. Uh, you can listen. You're listening live right now so you can hear the announcement as well. Please understand we had to pick this particular show to make this announcement. So Jerry, if you could give us the yeah. background, the mm-hmm. history, the discernment, and where you are today. Well, yeah, I'll be brief. So again, those of you on hold, I appreciate your patience. Those who are watching on the video streams on Facebook and YouTube, you can see the shirt that I'm wearing, and it says Diocese of Orlando. So there you go, folks. That gives it all away right there. I am, I am back in seminary priestly formation in the Diocese of Orlando, Florida. And it's something, I was in formation for the priesthood in 1989 to 95 in Portland, Oregon. Took uh, what I thought was going to be a little bit of time out of formation. It turned into these past 28 years. And probably the main reason for that is because I, I got right into Catholic radio immediately when I stepped out of seminary formation. And then Catholic radio, I just was thriving in that. And God just kept you know blessing me and giving me opportunities. So 
But I was never, uh, the priesthood was never far from my mind. Many of you may know I had my ministry vocation boom. That was kind of like my umbilical cord to the priesthood. And this last November, actually, I really, I really thought that, you know, at, at the age of 62, I thought, you know, this, this idea of priesthood is probably, uh, you know, gone for, for good. But last November, I went to a men's retreat put on some, by some beautiful sisters near where I live. And the thought of priesthood not only came back, but it just washed over me. It was overwhelming. And I was a little bit startled by it at first and confused. And I was just thinking, Lord, you know, what does this mean? And I got no specific direction like this or that diocese or this or that order. It was just a strong uh, sense toward priesthood. So I shared it with a few friends around the country. And one of them I knew from the Phoenix area, and so I called her. It turns out she had moved to an area called the Villages in Florida, and that's in the Diocese of Orlando. And so she, she said she would pray for me. She mentioned my name to a priest. He said he would pray for me, and then he said to her, why doesn't Jerry apply to our diocese? And she passed that on to me, and I said, well, I have no good reason not to, you know, because nothing else is really on my radar screen here. So several months ago, I began the application process, and on the Feast of St. James, July 25th, I received official word that I was uh, welcomed and received. My application was accepted by Bishop John Noonan and their vocation director, Father Josh Swallows. So I'm, I've been officially a seminarian for over, a little bit over, over a month now. And since I'm new to the diocese and they're kind of new to me, we're going to get to know each other a little bit as I spend a year in a parish in Daytona Beach. It's the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach. So I'm looking very forward to that. And best of all, I'm going to stay on take two with Jerry and Debbie during this upcoming pastoral year. The bishop and vocation director very graciously said that, yeah, I can go ahead and continue to do the show. So I'm excited. I'm overjoyed. I'm at peace. I think I, you know, this is definitely God's will for me to you know, go back into serious discernment about the priesthood. And with your prayers, folks, um, maybe it'll become a reality because I had 80% of my uh, seminary formation done before. So uh, after this pastoral year in a parish, I will likely be sent to Pope St. John the 23rd National Seminary in Boston for my final two years of theology studies, and that's where uh, many dioceses send their, quote, later or older vocations. So um, looking forward to, uh, to all of this. I'm leaving early tomorrow morning to start to head for Florida. Thanks be to God, the uh, hurricane was uh, ahead of me there, and our prayers remain with those who have been impacted by that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's kind of it in a nutshell. Wow. Okay, so that is the response that we have received from um, our ministry team and some priests and um, some bishops. Uh, That is the standard response we have received. So I'm saying it on behalf of all of of the Take-Two family. You're probably uh, listening right now thinking, wow, God is so good. This is amazing. I have a ton of questions to ask you on behalf of the Take-Two family, Jerry. I know we have full phone lines. I'll I'll go fast. Maybe I can ask you a couple of the questions now and, and I'll weave them in um, throughout the show. But the first one is, um, you know, uh, you do, you did set up a, a, an email address oh, yeah, so right. that we could journey with you um, on this wonderful um, next chapter of your life as a, as um, your, for your pastoral year in Orlando and then um, off to the seminary um, in Boston. And uh, also too, uh, Jerry and I had talked about this and then EWTN was just so amazing 
um, about exploring this with us. You know, the Take Two family, we really believe what we say, right? And that is that we are we like to journey together. We're a family. Um, we we cover everything. We want to uh, rejoice when others are rejoicing. We want to share uh, when there's sorrows and sadness. Well, this is a time to rejoice. And we'd like to share this with you, Jerry, the Take Two family. I know, I think I can speak for them because we know them very well. We would like to journey with you on this um, amazing adventure of going into the priesthood. You could give us updates and things uh, that are happening in the church, things we need to know, things we need to pray for. Um, you could you could just be that um, person that we can, you know, go to. You're our go-to person. Um, okay. So we we're thrilled. Um, the ministry team is thrilled. So many folks uh, uh, shared with me this morning. They sent direct messages to me. Uh, they wanted me to say to you, Jerry, everybody loves you and is so happy for you. So no pressure on you to be ordained, but uh, you do realize it probably will be the biggest ordination ever. <laughs> well, I mean, I, this this definitely makes it official that I'm back in formation. And yeah, no pressure, but there is pressure, you know, obviously, <laughs> just because it's a, it's a very, uh, you know, it's a very serious calling from God. And so I, sure. I just I, I just beg you, take two family for your prayers. And you're right, Debbie, I, instead of getting the show email inbox, um, you know, with messages, uh, maybe a lot of them in there and having to kind of fish through those, um, I've set it up a Gmail account. It's seminaryjerry at gmail.com, seminaryjerry at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I can't promise a personal reply, um, depending on the volume, but I'd love to hear from anybody, um, you know, and, and correspond with you as best I can through that email address. And, and like I said, for the upcoming year on this show. So mm -hmm. absolutely. So now that email uh, goes straight to you. It doesn't go mm -hmm. to me or to Ace. So that is uh, the, the personal email you set up um, for our Take Two family. Also to uh, Jerry, um, Father John just weighed in and said, I'm so proud of Jerry. Many my prayers are with him and you as well. So the, yeah, the uh, comments sweet. are already coming in. Thank you father okay so with that we will we'll we'll turn our attention to our wonderful take two family for this unscripted if you'd like to share any comments for jerry or any questions uh please do so this is unscripted jerry we're so happy i wish we had a, a drum roll and a hallelujah but everybody's gonna have to uh use their imagination because we're virtual here okay everything mm. we do here is virtual so let's hear what chrissy has to say first time caller in new mexico on the iheart radio app. I guess, Chrissy, you didn't realize you were going to be the first call on this uh, breaking news uh, day. Hi, Chrissy. No, I did not. Congratulations. Thank you. And not only okay. to Holy Mother Church as well for your yes. Yeah, um, thank you. My question is, um, I know someone who is, uh, she's been through a lot in her prior life, but she's, she's, uh, She's a very good practicing Catholic, believes in the magisterium and everything. But uh, I was wondering, is it a grace um, or what fruit of the Holy Spirit, what gift of the Holy Spirit, would empathy come from? Because that's one thing she lacks, is empathy. Yeah, um, that's a great question, Chrissy, because uh, empathy, uh, I like to say, I like to believe, hope it's the case, empathy is really one of the things that drives this program. Um, I, I personally have tried to embrace and practice empathy as best I can, and, and no doubt as well. And I hear that from all of the uh, Take Two family. So, 
You know, I, I would just say, Chrissy, maybe pray for this individual or these people. Um, you know, it's a gift from God. Empathy, understanding, compassion, all of these things are beautiful uh, things, and they're gifts from God. And I think we really have to have these things in our lives, and humility and all of that, because Jesus, you know, t- talks about, you know, the, the little ones, the Anawim, you know, and so we need to be empathetic to all people. Debbie, I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to Well, anything. I had a little bit of uh, a difficult time hearing you, Chrissy. I don't know if it was on my end uh, with my headphones, but... I I think what what you shared, and tell me if I'm correct, that you have a friend who is um, uh, practicing their faith, and but yet they don't seem to de- demonstrate it or show that empath- empathy. And so, so people, you know, obviously who are around this person would expect them to to be Christ-like. And and it sounds like maybe this person lacks that. Did did I understand that correctly? Yes, you did. Okay. And is this a female or a male? Female. Female. Okay. Well, let me share a couple things from a religious education standpoint. Um, Sometimes when people start to get very deep into their faith, uh, they tend to have a little bit of tunnel vision and they they can get a little rigid and close-minded in in ways because they're trying to to focus on God and they they sometimes um, forget to to, um, increase their ability to relate uh, to other people and to be Christ out in the world. Uh, Mother Teresa, she was the most amazing saint that did it so well. Um, she focused completely on God, but she she took that out into the world and and had that great empathy and compassion that that I think this this person may be lacking. I would definitely pray for this person that their eyes are opened uh, to that. But it also too, um, I would I would allow her to enter into circumstances where she can build that empathy. Um, because I, people sometimes don't, don't, um, they're not given the, the opportunities uh, to practice it. And so when she, and when she does show a little bit of empathy, I would, I would affirm her and encourage her to keep going in that direction because it's quite beautiful because it is so Christ-like. Um, but I, but Chrissy, I will share with you that that's one of the things we've tried to do right here on Take Two, is to walk the walk and talk the talk. I mean, it sounds great to say yes, I believe in God, and yes, I love God, and yes, I'm I'm faithful Christian, and and all the things that you know check all the boxes. But we really have to demonstrate it. We really have to be that that Christ-like image in the world. Otherwise it's not really, um, you know, integrated. It's not really genuine uh, fully. So what do you say to that, Chrissy? Is, am I on the right path? Yes, you are. Well, can you tell that I've dealt with it a lot in religious education? It, it, it's, it happens all the time. And it doesn't mean people are, are bad people or sinful people. They just don't, they're not given the right opportunities to practice expanding themselves in a bigger way. God wants us, God wants all of us, Chrissy. He wants all of us. He wants us 100%. He does not want just us sticking our toe in the water or saying the right things or checking the boxes or showing up, um, you know, for mass at the right time. And then, and then, you know, um, cutting people off in the parking lot of the church of the church lot. He wants us, he wants all of us. So, and the only way to do that is if we keep practicing, you know, being like that, and hopefully it can, it can transform others to do that as well. I don't know if that helped you at all, Chrissy, but I can just tell you that I kind of deal with that on a regular basis. It totally does help. Yes. Thank you. Okay, great. Yeah. 
Thanks for being a first-time caller. Chrissy to take two with Jerry and Debbie and you. It is your show, 833-288-3986. Anything you'd like to talk about today, almost anything, it is our monthly unscripted show. Teresa, hold on. we got Cheryl as well and Debbie in Louisiana and Joshua in Massachusetts and uh, getting a lot of kind messages on social media, so I appreciate all of those. Um, Megan watching on YouTube, Debbie says, crying over here in Northern Virginia. I've been praying about this for Jerry. Wow. Oh, Megan. That's intense. Megan, I've been crying for weeks, so I (laughs) I get (laughs) you. A good cry, though. It's a good cry. It's exciting. It's very exciting. I'm trying to hold it together, folks. I know some of you are sending in messages going, Debbie doesn't seem too emotional, because I've been emotional for many weeks, and I'm trying to hold it together for the purposes (laughs) of the show. So Jerry knows my heart is absolutely bursting with joy for him and this great news of him being back in the seminary. And by the way, Jerry, that shirt looks amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I like it very much. The beautiful priesthood symbol there and underneath the Diocese of Orlando. Yeah, and as as I mentioned, I'm taking off early in the morning tomorrow. So folks, keep me in your prayers for this cross-country trip. I'm looking very forward to that. Going to make it kind of a pilgrimage. Wow, wow, how we love the Take-Two family. You guys are awesome. You're coming in strong with emails and phone calls and YouTube, Facebook comments and direct messages and every which way. uh, Some people are already emailing Jerry on the um, email address you gave. One more time, Jerry, the email address, just to make sure. Yes, seminaryjerry at gmail.com. Okay, seminaryjerry at gmail.com. And by the way, folks, um, Ace McKay is so good, our, our producer, at making sure he keeps everybody updated and uh, what's going on with Take Two. So he uh, will post on the Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. Um, so please go to Facebook, Jerry and Debbie. We'll keep updates there. Maybe we can do some um, Facebook Live stuff there, Jerry. You can like you know take us on your journey from California to Florida. I asked Jerry on the break, uh, where will, will the ordination mass be, God willing? And you said it would be in Florida, in Orlando. So that's exciting. We all get to book our flights to Florida. Florida. I love Florida. There you go. Yeah, well, yeah, don't book them just yet, but <laughs> pray for me. Just just to recap, for those who just tuned in, um, I, I made the, it was a big announcement was pending on the show today, and that was, or is, that I am back in formation for the priesthood in the Diocese of Orlando. I won't repeat the whole backstory there, but I will appreciate your prayers. It's going to be a three, possibly four-year um, journey from here because I have a lot of my seminary done already. And this this coming year, in fact, I leave tomorrow for Daytona Beach. I know, tough tough gig, you know, beach ministry down there where I'll be for the next year at the Basilica mm-hmm. of St. Paul. So, mm-hmm. And please feel free to email me, seminaryjerry at gmail.com. I will do my very, very best. In fact, heard from Marion, our friend in Canada, already just a moment ago at that email address. So bless mm-hmm. you all. I love you guys. And real quickly, uh, we are already getting the same exact question coming in, um, kind of rapid fire, the same question. Will he be leaving the radio show? So would you share what you're going to be doing for the next year? 
I will be, yes, for those who just tuned in or didn't hear me before, um, I am officially in priestly formation again in the Diocese of Orlando. Um, I'm going to be leaving California tomorrow early morning to drive across the country. I will be at the Basilica of, uh, of St. Paul in Daytona Beach for the coming year. They call it a pastoral year. And then back in the seminary for two years, God willing, in Boston. And uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be remaining on the show for this coming year. I'm just really super excited about that. Um, you, you all mean the world to, to me and to Debbie and to the show team. So I was so grateful when the bishop and vocation director said, yeah, why don't you go ahead and continue to do the show while you're in the, this parish pastoral year? So very I'm, cool. I'm, yeah, I'll be, I'm you're not staying. going anywhere. Yeah, Yay. I'm staying. Okay, good deal. Let's get to Teresa in Texas, uh, who's on Guadalupe Radio Network. Teresa, aren't you glad you called in today? Yes, I am. Thank you. Yes, yes. So go right ahead. It's unscripted. Share with us. Awesome. Yeah, I had called in actually before Jerry's announcement, so uh, not related to that, but but congratulations to him. I think that's very exciting, and he'll definitely be in my prayers. Thank you, Teresa. Um, but yeah, what I guess prompted me to call in is when you listed the great eight, and the last one you listed, I think, was John Paul II. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I think, you know, great pope and done so many things, but I've, I've struggled um, because in my family— I have a brother who, well, you know, we all grew up Catholic, and I have one of my brothers who um, is not practicing Catholic Catholicism anymore. And one of his reasons that he stated recently, I just don't know how to come back at this, he felt like, you know, there was so much um, with our priests and some of the scandals and child abuse that happened um, that it was a lot of times hidden, and there was proof that maybe the priests weren't, like, I don't know, maybe criminally charged or just that it wasn't even informed to parishes and that all the leadership and hierarchy in the Catholic Church, all the way up to John Paul himself, knew about a lot of stuff and they hid it. And so he himself feels like he can't be part of a church that would that would hide such a horrible thing. Mm. And I don't know how to come back to him about that. <laughs> sure, sure. Jerry, do you want to go first? And then I have some um, really um, strong feelings about this. Yeah, um, you know, I I don't know really what to say about it, Teresa, because I've heard the same things. I have not d- done a deep dive into it. Uh, maybe maybe I should at some point. Um, but you know, um, the church. I, I I don't mean to you know give a cop out for the church or anything, but this is you know this all kind of came on a few decades ago, and the church was I think grappling with how to deal with it. You know, uh, on what level do, do we deal with it? You know, and the Pope, Pope John Paul, like you said, may have may have kind of looked the other way on some of these, but perhaps, you know, really put the hammer down on the local, like ordinaries or whatever, and telling mm-hmm. them to make sure that they clean up their areas. So um, there's a lot of moving parts here, and I'm not giving anybody a pass. If John Paul II did know about this and, and hit it and didn't report it and covered it up, then, you know, it's a very serious allegation. He is a, he is a canonized saint, so um, I think that can kind of play into the conversation as well a little bit. But go ahead, Debbie. So, Teresa, um, I I could take a whole show to talk about this, but let me go quickly, and then you can do a deep dive yourself on some really good articles on this. Um, In religious education, uh, when I was a religious education director, this used to come come, uh, into play all the time. People would say, you know, I love the tenets of the Catholic faith. I love the precepts. I love that we can trace it all the way to Jesus himself. You know, I love the apostolic authority. I love the magisterium, but I'm not happy with the human element and things that happen with the church. So I'm going somewhere else. Well, you know, in answer to that, if you're going to go anywhere 
where there is a, a, a human being um, involved, you're going to have error. You're going to have uh, a possibility of, of, of sinful situations. Possibility. Okay, so, so put that aside for one moment. What I think is so important, uh, Teresa, I am not representing the Catholic Church right now. I'm not representing, you know, EWTM when I say this. This is Debbie Giorgiani talking from 30 years plus years in religious education. Okay, I think people need to decide, do they believe what the church, the Catholic Church teaches or not? And if you believe what the Catholic Church teaches, we are obedient and we are loyal and we um, um, uh, and we identify with those teachings. And that's what I do. So that's, Teresa, you know, you're going to have priests, um, some priests, some clergy, some re- uh, religious sisters, some lay leaders that are going to make some some off-the-wall uh, decisions or wrong decisions or be led in a, in a direction that, that possibility there was a, a problem with it and it was, it was sinful in nature or it was, you know, wrong, morally wrong. Okay, w- we know that. That's the human element. But I personally, Debbie Giorgiani, I believe in the precepts of the church. I believe in the teachings of the church. I believe in Holy Mother Church. I believe in the magisterium. I believe that the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And any human around that can fall. That's not going to change my belief. So that's where I stand, Teresa. I don't know how you feel about it, but that's what I try to communicate and convey to people I love around me because they ask me all the time, why do you stay, Deb? I stay because of the Eucharist. Teresa? Um, yes, thank you. I, I can really relate to your stance on that because I think that's why I stay. I, I believe, you know, it, it is a faith and I, and I do believe. And so maybe for my brother and some people, they're just looking for, I hate to say excuse, but they're just looking for a reason to to leave and, and, and they can just try to point out any of those human you know, errors or, or frailties that they see. So, yeah, thank you. Thanks for that input. Yeah, and the one thing I will say about John Paul, too, if you really do a deep dive into his life, this this man was extraordinary. He was not just average. He was amazing. And you, and you have Padre Pio, who, who was one of the most advanced saints who had the, the most spiritual gifts of, of pretty much, every, you know, any saint out there, um, to, uh, um, shared that he was going to rise. Carol Wativa was going to rise to one of the highest positions in the church. So you've got a lot of heavenly support and assistance was was shared well before he became pope, and his life demonstrated a very heroic saintly life. Obviously, the church did their deep investigation on him, and he is a saint. And a lot of people have experienced miraculous things through praying to uh, St. John Paul II. So there's so much good. I think sometimes when there's something that is a quote unquote, not good. We throw the baby out with the bathwater. I don't know why we do that in our church, but it happens all the time. So sorry, Teresa, see how I'm going on a soapbox here. Any final comments before we let you go? Uh, Just, just thank you very much. I think a deep dive and learning more about him would be great for me and, and my brother. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. He's amazing. We love John Paul too. John Paul II, we love you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, from well, that was from World, World Youth, Youth Day. Day in Denver, right? In Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good memory, Jerry. Um, 
So uh, we're getting a lot of questions on social media and a lot of comments. I'll weave them in, but we want to get to the phones because you guys are waiting so patiently as you always do. So Joshua is up next in Massachusetts on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Joshua. Hello. Hi, Joshua. How are you guys doing? Um, So as you guys know, my name is Joshua. (laughs) Uh, I'm from Massachusetts. I have a couple of questions. Not just one specific one, but just like kind of all tying into one. Um, so I'm only 21. I don't think I would be here right now unless it was for Jesus or God at all, because I actually tried committing suicide, and he told me myself, like personal, not to do it again. And I haven't been really thinking about that kind of stuff. I got a job, um, Amazon delivering packages, and I think that's honestly one of the steps towards me getting into, like, a better place. And I just wanted to come on the radio to thank my mom for honestly helping me through everything because I really don't think I'd be able to do it without my mother. Um, I grew up with no dad. I mean, that doesn't really matter in the sense of, like, growing up by yourself or getting closer to God, but honestly, I think... Now that I'm closer to God, I just consider him my father, and mm-hmm. nothing else can stop me. Just like you were saying about when Teresa was asking with the Catholic Church, like, nothing's going to stop your belief. And um, I wanted to add to that. So, um, I grew up Catholic, too. Like, my whole family is, like, they're from the Azores of Portugal, so they're super Catholic. And um, they're really nice people. They're so sweet. They're, they're, they're honestly the nicest people I've ever been around in my entire life, and It just kind of, like, it hurt me to find out that um, I know in Scripture it says there's no other way to get through God besides through the Savior himself, like the Messiah. And as I've grown up, I've just thought it to be kind of controversial to go to a church in the first place or um, have Mass with, like, like, family members and stuff. It says the body is the temple, and there's nothing or nowhere you can go to get closer to God besides through Christ himself. So I kind of just, I want to be the example to show everybody that you don't need to follow a priest. You don't need to follow um, anybody else's opinions on what you should do to get closer to God, because it's all a personal relationship. It's not a religion. I, I really strongly feel that if it wasn't for Jesus guiding me through all this stuff that I've been going through, I wouldn't be thinking like this, and I really do hope that, like, maybe a lot of people turn from Catholic to Christian, which kind of would just be themselves praying in themselves, you know. Um, Right, right. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people right now are struggling with that, like, kids especially. Like, like, the things in school, like how they're teaching kids in school and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, like, wrong stuff. Like, I'm not going to say it's entirely wrong, but, I mean, yes, in reality it is. But well, Joshua, it's there's, there's scary. yeah, there's there's a lot of evil stuff being taught to our kids nowadays. That that's for sure. I just I had a thought in my head, you know, and I wanted to jump in here because uh, you know I'm uh, my aging brain and memory might fail me. But you know, you, you've brought up a number of different things. I would just say, you know, you mentioned, you know, you don't you don't follow any priest or this or that or whatever. No, we should not follow any human person. But the priests have been endowed and are endowed by their ordination with a, a charism of you know preaching and and leading the people of God and confessing 
I mean, forgiving our sins and so forth. So from that respect, we, and, and every priest should be t- saying exactly what you said. You said you want to be close to Jesus alone, follow G- only Jesus. Every priest should be doing that, just like our Blessed Mother in the Bible. Do whatever he tells you. So any man who's a good priest is going to be wanting to lead you first and foremost and, and you need solely to Jesus Christ in a relationship with him. Debbie, I know you had mm-hmm. a thought. I do have a lot. Joshua, first, uh, we do have full phone lines and a lot of comments coming in because of Jerry's wonderful news going back into the seminary. But Joshua, you said you were 21 years old. You credited your mother and the love that your mother has for you. Uh, she sounds like a, a, just a fantastic mom. Um, can you give us her first name? I want to put her in the book because want your mother sounds very special. Can you give us her first name? you feel comfortable? Yes, her name is Linda. Linda. Okay, Linda, you're a beautiful soul. You have an amazing son in Joshua. Okay, Joshua, a couple things you said. I know you're 21 years old, and I know that is um, a generational thing with, with what you're sharing about, you know, we don't need to follow anyone. We have we have our personal relationship with Jesus. I understand that, and you're absolutely spot on. You have that personal relationship with Jesus. Joshua, you need to know this. If you were the only person ever created in this entire universe, Jesus would have suffered and died again just for you. That's how much he loves you, Joshua. That's how much he loves you. And that is super incredible, special. You can't even wrap words and feelings around it. So you are in a beautiful place, Joshua. You're, you're discovering that great relationship you have with Jesus Christ. Please continue to deepen that relationship. Please consider deepening it in the, in the Catholic Church. Why? Because we are a sacrament-rich church, Joshua. I just said to you that I believe in the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, coming to all of us in an intimate way through the consecrated hands of the priest, Joshua. That's why we respect the authority of our priests, um, because Jesus respects that authority. And so it is so beautiful to have this sacrament-rich church. And Joshua, my prayer for you is that you get this book, okay? You ready for this? The book is My Son Carlo. It is um, Antonia Salzano's, um, she's, a, she's the mother of blessed Carlo Acutis. He was the, um, the young man that died at 15 years old um, in Italy, and he is on the road to full canonization. He's a blessed right now. Joshua, in this book, he lays out the map to get to heaven and you can bypass purgatory. It's pretty incredible. It is a life-changing book. Antonia Salzano is the mother that wrote it about her son. I would encourage you to read this with your beautiful mom, Linda, and watch on the what the good Lord has in store for you. What do you say, Joshua? That'd be cool. Um, just one more thing. Do you believe that Jesus is coming back very, very soon, and everybody will see it? in this day and age. Do you believe that he is coming back very soon? Because I have very burning fire up in me, the lion's burning in me, telling me to tell you that he is coming very soon, sooner than we think. And I don't believe that me reading that book, honestly, is going to help me any more than he can. That's why I was trying to point out the fact that I don't really go to church. I don't really talk to anybody. I, this is the first time I've been on the radio, honestly. And I, I, don't, I didn't tell any of my friends I was going on. I just Something told me to come on here and say that he's coming very, very soon. And it would... Honestly, it changed my perspective on 
at first. Like, I was kind of debating on whether to do it or not, but I just called, and you guys repeated the number three times, and I was about to ignore it. So it came in the third time, and I had to tell you guys that he's coming very, very soon. We all have to repent. Yeah, well, just real quickly about, you know, your sort of uh, independent approach to Jesus and the faith. It's it's very refreshing that you want to have that, that really deep, intimate relationship with him, Joshua. But, you know, in Hebrews 10.25, it does talk about, it says, let us not neglect meeting together. And there are other, we can look at a lot of other scriptures and, you know, the teachings of the church and so forth, where, you know, Jesus makes it very clear, you know, and that's why the church has this very uh, you know, serious uh, obligation for us on Sundays and holy days of obligation, because, you know, we need, we really need the support of one another. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who have you know, tried to go it alone. Many have been successful. Many really pro- probably have not been so successful. So just in encourage you to rethink that a little bit and you know if you ever want to exchange ideas or thoughts with us you can email the, the show at take two at ewtn.com take two mm-hmm. at ewtn.com but thank you joshua we got to some other calls you are going to try and get to here if we can okay i want to weave in a couple um social media comments but jerry we're getting um some messages coming in from our take two family that they did not hear your response so it was clipping the audio was clipping please i'll ask the question again jerry will the questions is uh from the take two family uh will you be staying with uh the show i will be yes for those who just tuned in or didn't hear me before um i am officially in priestly formation again in the diocese of orlando Um, i'm going to be leaving california tomorrow early morning to drive across the country i will be at the basilica of of saint paul in daytona beach for the coming year they call it a pastoral year and then back in the seminary for two years god willing in boston and uh yeah i'll be i'll be remaining on the show for this coming year i'm just really super excited about that um you you all mean the world to, to me and to debbie and to the show team so so I was so grateful when the bishop and vocation director said, yeah, why don't you go ahead and continue to do the show while you're in the, this parish pastoral year. So very I'm, cool. I'm, yeah, I'll be, I'm you're not staying. going anywhere. Yeah, Yay. I'm staying. Okay, good deal. Okay, on YouTube, Lisa Marie, I have chills and goosebumps and I'm tearing up right now. Praise God, a holy priest of God. What a gift. Late, uh, late have I loved you. Oh, beauty ever ancient, ever new. Late have I loved you. You called, you shouted, and you shattered my deafness. God bless you, Jerry. Praise God. That was from Lisa Marie. You are awesome, Lisa Marie. I'm trying not to get um, choked up, so I'm trying to read and, and share this without getting too emotional yet. Anna Marie, you know it's so weird. When I first signed on to EWTN, I thought Jerry was a priest for a long time, LOL. And that never really seemed wrong. Now I see why. For a minute, I thought we were getting uh, team take two EWTN t-shirts. I love that. Hey, I love that. We should all get, yeah, we should all get t-shirts. Uh, Facebook, Vicky is our next take two pilgrimage to Jerry's ordination. Vicky, you know the way my mind works. I'm just saying. <laughs> Catherine, oh, what wonderful news. Amazing news, Jerry. God bl- And Jerry says, God bless you, Jerry. So happy that you are staying with us too. Amen. Praise God. Thank you all so much, and please be assured of my fervent prayers for you every day, and I will absolutely count on yours. Um, okay, uh, Jenny is in Buffalo. She has us on the Station of the Cross today. Hello, Jenny. Thanks for calling. Hi. I'm calling to ask the Take-Two family to pray storm heaven for my goddaughter, Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N. She's got severe seizures. She's had them for years, and now she's covered in hives from mm. head to toe and severe allergies, and no medicine, no doctors helping, and need some heavenly help. And I just got out of Mass, praying to Blessed Carlo Acutis, mm-hmm. and asking his intercession. 
Uh, you can be assured of my prayers and Debbie's and that of the Take Two uh, show team and the entire Take Two family around the world, uh, Jenny. This has got to be difficult for uh, for Megan to be going through right now. Um, I have never experienced anything like this. You, you said that it's literally all over. She's having seizures and so forth. Um, we just storm heaven. I think it's a great idea to go to uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis. And, of course, St. Luke was a physician. We know that. And so let's, let's also pray to St. Luke. And I think we have our prayer show coming up. Real soon, Debbie, don't we? Is it like tomorrow or no? I mean Monday. When, when um, is our... Tomorrow is the real yeah, presence. Real presence, yeah. And then we have the prayer show at the beginning of the month. But I already added um, Megan to the prayer book. We uh, we already just got word that the Take Two family has already started to pray for Megan. Uh, blessed Carlo um, Acutis. Uh, just so you know, he's one of our powerhouse saints. Um, we Jerry and I had the opportunity to interview his mother Antonia. She, we have we have remained in touch. Um, Antonia is amazing. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work. Uh, if I can, uh, uh, Jenny, just, just so you know, I'm going to see if I can uh, send her an email so that Megan can be added immediately, okay? All right, thank you. Include her parents who are aging and very sick as well. They're like, you know, under the crush of all this. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. and include her parents. Okay, I'm going to let Antonia know by email that you're asking her, his, her son to step in and help, okay? Thank you so much. God bless you. Oh, you're welcome. And I added you as well. Okay. Uh, Jerry, we're getting more. I'm going to go fast. We're going to do like a lightning round because we don't have a lot of time. Mary says, I felt in my heart that this would be the news. Praise God. My love and prayers are with you, Jerry, as well as Debbie and the team. Thank you, Mary. Mary. Lawrence in Scribner, uh, Nebraska. So happy for you, Jerry. We will all be blessed by this decision. As always, you are in our prayers. Host Gigi says, Jerry Usher, I've already talked to you on the phone. So you know how happy John and I are are for, how happy we are for you. We love you and have you in our prayers. There is no better man for the priesthood than you. God bless you. And may Mary, and now I'm going to cry, and may Mary and the heavenly angels guide and guard you. Dana says, congratulations, blessings to you, Jerry. I will keep you in my prayers and offer masses, rosaries, adoration, and, and miscellaneous devotions. May the blessed mother wrap her mantle around you during this time of discernment. Welcome to the South, uh, Dana says. I love that. Yeah, before we end the show, Debbie in Louisiana, I'm sorry. We're going to hear the closing music soon. And Kathy in New Hampshire, please email us uh, anytime you'd like with your your topic. Um, I just want to give a huge thank you to EWTN, uh, obviously the show team, uh, Debbie, Ace, Matt, Jeff, Charles, uh, Michael McCall, Tom Price, Jack Williams, all the people, uh, Doug Keck. they have been so very understanding of this. Um, it was something that I kind of waited until <laughs> a long time to say anything about because I had to find out if I was going to be officially accepted or not. And I thought, well, there's no use in saying anything because if I'm not accepted, then, um, you know, no, no, nothing, no harm done or anything like that. So, but I was accepted as a seminarian in the Diocese of Orlando, and I'll be at a parish this coming year, still right here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. So thanks to everybody at EWTN and the Take Two family. Amen to that. And Jerry, safe traveling because you're you're getting on the road from California to uh, your destination in Orlando. So safe traveling. Go with the angels. We want to thank the show team, Matt and Jeff and Ace. You guys are amazing. Thank you to the Take Two family. You made this so special for Jerry. You can email him at seminaryjerry at gmail.com or like us on Facebook, Jerry and Debbie Facebook page, please. Tomorrow is the Real Presence Show. Please join me as we uh, talk about the Most Holy Eucharist. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.